0: Sorry, J.D., I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, everybody, welcome. Please stand for a Pledge of Allegiance and an invitation. I pledge
1: Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States States of America, and to the republic Republic for which it it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Dear God, please let us understand life is short. Don't take one day for granted. Everything can change in a moment. Be grateful for all you have and all that you are. Life is a gift, and we are blessed. Also, the residents of Sims Township are honored and proud to have Ukrainians as part of our township family. Ukraine is in our thoughts and in prayers. Amen. Amen.
1: Roll call.
2: Mr. Bryan. Mr. Beck. Here, Miss Lease.
0: Here, I move approval of the agenda. Second. Roll call.
2: Mr. Beck. Yes, Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye.
0: I move approval of minutes, regular meeting from February 1st, 2022, and special meeting on February 8th, 2022. Second. Discussion. Roll call. Miss Lease. Aye.
2: Mr. Bryan. Abstain. Mr. Beck. Aye. I was
0: not here. Fiscal officers report. Joe?
2: (coughs) Our uh, HSA account, we replenished it in the past month. It stands now $28,062.74. The working checking account has a balance of $4,577,975.72. And some of our major fund balances are general fund two million six hundred and sixteen thousand two hundred ninety one dollars and nineteen cents the park levy five hundred twenty six thousand one hundred thirty three dollars and 15 cents and police fund is six hundred and fifty eight thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars and 25 cents and the safety services Stands at $2,244,665.67. I apologize. I walked off without the meter report, so I can't give that tonight.
1: I have it. And my cramp.
2: As of January thirty-first, our investment account is eight million one hundred seventy thousand two hundred fifty-six dollars and six cents. That's it.
0: Okay, Bill Penn, you have anything? No. Okay, we're moving on to presentations. The proclamation for Carolyn Bigum. Uh, we will do next month because she was unable to attend. So our next presentation is gas aggregation from Energy Alliance. Rick?
3: Hello. Uh, Thanks for having me out. Um, As you said, I'm from Energy Alliance. We have the consultant that has helped the township with both their gas aggregation program and uh, electric aggregation program for many years. Uh, The current program uh, is expiring this June. So I am here today to uh, ask for uh, approval. We'll go through a, a slide deck, but then approval to give the administrator uh, authority to sign on the township's behalf uh, so that we can take advantage of the commodity markets as they will allow over the next couple weeks. Uh, we've had you know we're, we're doing this amongst many communities right now, and a lot of the question is why now uh, when uh, letters would start going out sometime in April. Uh, it's the market, right? And uh, it's been it's been extremely volatile. And though we've been watching this for almost a year, and we thought we were going to be here last fall to ask something, things went crazy very quickly. And then, as we've seen over the last couple of months, they got even crazier. So, uh, unfortunately, you know we've, we've got come up to nearly a month before uh, things have to start moving to the next part. But we felt that, you know, we got a price that we're comfortable (coughs) presenting uh, and as well as uh, something that I think would be beneficial to the residents. So we'll talk a little bit about kind of where we are. Is Um, this on here? Yes, yes. Uh, Talk about where we are now, kind of uh, how we got here and then uh, sort of where we're going. So the current program, as I said, expires this June and the current price is .396 cents per CCF. Uh, that doesn't include taxes, so there are obviously taxes through the county, right? And then there is a shopping credit from Duke. So I think the the, the ballpark number all in was roughly 41-ish cents around there. And, consolation, the current supplier. Um, you know, performance for the first half of this thing wasn't good (laughs) so uh thing just after we had signed uh i remember actually being on spring break with my kids in a hotel in in washington dc uh when we decided to finally lock in uh this last one back in march of 19 uh the market had come off pretty quickly after that started to come back up actually pretty close to january of 20 but we think during that point uh that's when covid started to kind of take hold in the world right the the concerns about commodities and, and usage in general and then things really start to come off but the program this last winter particularly starting in October and November uh, did exactly what it was designed to do you know to protect the residents for very strong increases so this chart here the blue line shows the all-in rate so that takes the taxes it takes the due credit into effect obviously a very flat line going back to uh, June of 2019 through now and then the orange line is, Duke's GCR so that's kind of what you're comparing against on where things are so as I said yeah things kind of came off into the first half or I guess the second half of 2019 got very close uh, to the aggregation rate and then came off very sharply as the initial concerns of of COVID uh, had kicked in and commodities I mean natu- uh, oil itself went to negative dollars a barrel back in in uh, March of 20 but then things started to creep back up and then as we got towards the second half of 21 commodities really took off, right? And that's, uh, yes, th- as I said, th- that first half of the program, you know, not good, but still within reason, but it's that it's that jump after the summer of 21 is what this program was really trying to protect. And, and, th- and that's where we definitely saw the significant amount of savings.
4: Can I comment? Um, back up the chart. In the March, let's say March to November category, where 2020? Uh, uh, yes, the 2020. Mm-hmm. We're not using that much gas. Nope. So even though we're below Duke's line at that point, it's okay. not really hitting the pocketbook that much. So if you were to gas average, if you will, this okay. savings, that peak up there of over 80 cents per CCF uh, is double... Okay. So we're saving—we're saving 50 percent, basically, over Duke's prices then. And I know in February I saved about 30 percent, and that's in a high usage time timeframes.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. Okay. Um, it's, it's very obviously <coughs> weighted towards usage. I yeah. mean, so so May of 2020, the gas rate—you know—Duke's rate was roughly 70 percent lower right. than the yeah. aggregation price, right. but not a lot of people are using
5: there. But right. the last
3: four months, the re- the aggregation rate has been roughly 40 to 45 percent. Better than Duke, but people are using it. So it does become a, a weighted average number on when these sort of peaks and valleys happen. Um, so again, looking at natural gas now, as we said, we've been looking at this you know for almost a year. And why we didn't come here, because you can see how quickly this thing ran up. So the blue line are the natural gas futures, so where those each of those months had settled, and the orange line is kind of where the market is today looking out the next twenty-four months. We'll say. So, ran up very quickly, we were not comfortable standing here and saying, you know, take a rate because we were concerned it was gonna keep moving higher. And then, as we saw in the previous chart, Duke's rate jumped up so quickly, so was it gonna stay there? So there was a lot of things at play. Um, But as we see on that that orange line, you know, things are fairly flat over the next, let's call it 18 months from now, kind of gets us through next winter. And then things do tail off a little bit and uh, I think that's where the, there's maybe some opportunity uh, on looking at, a, we'll say a 24 month product to take a little advantage of, of that, that dip uh, two years out. But either way, still fairly, uh, still fairly flat overall, but you know, we're, in a, we're sort of in a new world of energy prices. I think we all got very comfortable to lower energy prices for a long time, but this seems to be where things are going at least in the short term.
4: These settled prices are monthly, right? Correct. Okay, now how does the impact of the Ukraine-Russian situation impact the last month?
3: (coughs) So what we've seen since, let's say, since last Thursday, so the market ran up very quickly. Um, I think it's the initial sort of concern, how do things shake out? Everything that ran up on Thursday, it gave it all back on Friday, and then uh, actually gave a fair amount of it back uh, Monday, and then it did come back up today. Um, So what that tells me, at least in the short term, the U.S. gas market—not to by no means belittle what's going on there—but right, the U.S. gas market doesn't seem to be overly concerned about how that impacts, at and least just natural that's gas you're, prices. That's why are projecting
4: a flat for the next few months? Yeah,
3: so so it's flat, right? So that's you know I think if there was more concern about that, it would be a much bigger jump. Um, I think that's where the risks are over the next couple of months is you know what happens to exports. Um, a big reason for that jump uh, last year was. Supply demand even here in in our country. So, and and I talk a little bit about some of the things that impact it. It was very hot and dry in the western U.S. They couldn't run their they they do a lot of hydro, uh, hydro plants, so stuff from dams and everything else. Those were all drying up. How do they offset that? Natural gas. So that rose price up as the supply demand curve became much more aligned. Also, I think what you know, kind of the risk of what's happening in the Ukraine, when you know it's selling here at, let's call it. You know, five and a half dollars, four and a half dollars in MMBTU. If they can sell it over in Europe for something significant, you know, will we continue to <coughs> export? I mean, for the first time in in our country's history, we are a net exporter uh, of natural gas when we traditionally were a net importer of gas. What I mean, it's not we were just taking in more from Canada, taking in more from Mexico than we were ever sending abroad. But it, but over here, within the last year, we actually are now a net exporter. Uh, of natural gas, meaning that what okay, we send
4: out—that's factored in
3: here, even with the LNG. Yep, so that's okay. that's all built in. Mm-hmm. All right. okay. So the so the market's already kind of taking that into effect, with that with those rises there. But obviously, still the volatility of, of what can happen depending on the demands uh, in Europe. Okay. So what level is that orange line there today? I'm sorry. Forty- 48, 46? Uh, so I think today's close was around $46, 4 dollars 60 per MMBT. Okay. So, uh, you know, again, the things I've, I've kind of hit on a few points already, things that have made the gas prices go higher. One, um, just things recovered. I think a lot of fat you know, obviously COVID hit very quickly, but then things recovered fairly quickly from a commodity standpoint, uh, from natural gas at least. And because so much of the production had stopped, because when prices went so low, producers stopped or slowed down production. But as things ramped up, they didn't turn them on as quickly. So we got a little bit out of balance on the supply-demand that the consumption was much higher than the demand. Um, So eventually that catches up and drives the price higher. Uh, As I said, weather, it was extremely cold in places like Texas and Oklahoma last winter. We heard a lot about that. Uh, That had issues for production as well, freezing off some of the wells. Um, And then the drought out west where they had to Use more natural gas for generation because some of their local sources just couldn't do it. So again, keeping those things much higher. Um, we're also right now coming out of this winter at the lowest storage level since two thousand nineteen. So all of these things kind of together continue on that that graph where you know the futures are higher than where they've been uh, in you know say the last three to four years when we got comfortable with much lower prices. So putting all that together, you know we had gone out to market and asked uh, several suppliers uh, for pricing. Um, you know right now we're looking at um, you know for a 12 month uh, a 0.62, uh, 24 months, so this would be fixed across the two years 0.56 and then 36 month 0.54 cents per CCF. Uh, also looked at kind of what does tier pricing look like. So there, obviously there's no tier pricing for 12 months because it's only 12 months. But for the 24 months, if you wanted to, you know because it becomes a game of averages, right? you, you look at the first 12 months at 0.62. Second twelve months 0.51 so that guarantees a lower price in the second year compared to the first, and then the same thing for the 36 sort of a tier pricing overall. Um, you know us we're always completely transparent and up? I put a disclaimer here. There, you know right now those 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 prices are slightly inflated because. Uh, you know, the administrator, <laughs> uh, your lawyers have not seen a contract yet, so we have to build kind of a little bit of wiggle room there on asking for uh, the, the authority to, to move when commodities are right, but they're still, you know, we still have to go through things to make sure that contracts are good. So you know, uh, let's say like for Friday, um, that price for the 24 month was actually you know, it was .54 cents. So again, a little bit of buffer as we try to work out things uh, on the legal side uh, over the next couple of weeks, trying to get things kind of locked in. So we say, obviously, that's much higher than the 396, than yeah. where we are now, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we see from the charts uh, things are much higher. If you come on the next slide, uh, you know, how does this compare to the current market? Well, if somebody would go out to the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio and look at the current rates being offered, those are the rates being offered. You know, 0.575, 555, and 579. So. Again, it's not as if you know we, we come here and, and show these higher prices. If somebody wanted to shop with an equivalent product, which is no termination fee, you know, fixed price, no termination fee, no monthly fee, I mean, they're seeing rates that are, that are similar, if not higher, uh, than where the you know current aggregation offers, or at least the pending aggregation offers are. So obviously, we wanted to give some context to that, uh, but you know, this, this is the market now, uh, where it is. So. Um, you know, with that kind of our, you know, the next steps is uh, say asking for authority so that we have uh, you know some chances to kind of continue to watch the market, continue to negotiate with the suppliers, continue to iron out contracts. Um, I think, as you know from the past, we're trying to group many communities around the Greater Cincinnati area to try to get you guys as, as best of a rate as possible. So trying to uh, do this similar exercise with many other communities <laughs> uh, could take a little bit of time. So you know, trying to get this out or below finalize the contract with the supplier, obviously continue to work with us, we're getting rates locked in. And just a basic timeline, uh, opt-out letters would go out sometime in April, and uh, any changes on the rate would be reflected on the July bill. To
4: that point, we can have any, any participant in the Sims Township Gas aggregation
3: program can opt out at any time. Correct. So, so with no penalty. Correct. There is no there is no termination fee. Okay. Yep. So they can come and go as they want. So if they decide, you know, if this thing comes out in April and they don't like that price, they can opt out then, and then they could decide, you know, come winter time if prices go up, they want to get back in, they can come back in, they can come and go as many times as they want, uh, with no no fees at all from the supplier. So the bottom line is you're
4: recommending a two-year program, not one or three, yeah. and you're recommending a .54 <coughs> cents per
3: yeah, so at, at or below. Yeah, so the out or the below right now for the 5-6, for the right, because that was the other day, as I said, market did move. 5 so six, okay. Yep, so for the 5-6. I was just saying where, where it was on Friday when we got the, the final bids back to, to set these prices. My suggestion is the 24-month. The reason for that, as you see, the 12-month, very high. Um, I think the 36 month in this uncertainty is probably a little bit too long um, because if things improve, we obviously don't want to sit on a bad rate for for too long. So I think the 24 month is a nice compromise uh, between obviously the high prices we're seeing now and then some of the lower prices uh, several months out to get to what seems to be a very fair rate right now. And then also, I, I probably like the fixed term compared to the tier. Though the tier is attractive, that the, you can guarantee that the second year is lower. I'm still not sure. I like the 62 cents uh, for the next 12 months. That j- that feels a little bit too much on the high side. Anything
0: else, Ken?
3: Dale? Not on
4: gas. Are we? So we have a resolution on the agenda tonight, right, Kim? It's a motion. A motion. Yep. All right. I guess you always want one get there. Okay. Uh, I do have another question or two, Rich. Sorry. It's uh, my understanding that the township's electric service and maybe even uh, street lighting and so on, is contract runs out with it.
3: Energy, Entergy, whatever. Uh, pretty soon.
1: Yeah, so it actually. Are working um, on something there?
3: Yeah, so I believe it actually expires um, in April.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so I have been working uh, with Kim on that, and okay. my suggestion for right now, we're sort of in that weird spot where the current market is here, where Duke's rates are are here on the on the energy side, so it doesn't make sense. So my my suggestion to her um, was that many of the buildings, at least temporarily. Get moved to the aggregation rate because they, they can do that. So we'll move those to the aggregate, we'll take them off a separate contract and put the, uh, put them on the aggregation rate because there's nobody offering anything close to the aggregation rate right now. Okay, and um, that runs through? And that runs through next year. Next year. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, next right. year. Uh, and then all the lighting, at least temporarily, send it all back to Duke um, um, because Duke's rate is, yeah, I mean, we were coming off sub, you know, four cents. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, sub four cents for the contract. Duke's is right about four. We can't find any lighting anywhere close to Duke's rates. Okay. So the idea is kind of put these in the best spot over the next couple of months. Um, it's a, a little bit early but we, we, we are seeing a significant jump in Duke's electric rates starting this June. Um, They ran an auction this past week. Uh, They won't finalize those with the Public Utilities Commission until likely late May, Uh, but early estimates that we have are somewhere that Duke's default rates, particularly for residents, can go up as high as 15% on where they are now.
4: Well, they're buying an auction the same as our Referee
3: Company um, buying, right? It's similar. Um, they actually do, so Duke did it in two blocks. They, they sold 100%, they did 50% back in the, sp- in the spring, I'm sorry, in the fall, and then 50% actually uh, last Thursday on one of the high days, so it just happened to be the way that it worked. Okay. And those rates are from June of this year till May of next year. We don't know those, exact. you know, off the stall that's for the entire Duke system, and then those get broken out between residential and I commercial.
4: I won't belabor this. No, this but, meeting with you,
3: but no, but we expect those to go up I mean, significantly.
4: I'm encouraged by the fact that you're working ahead right now, knowing that these things are coming up.
3: Yeah. So the plan is okay. we're going to we'll put them back to Duke at least through kind of through May or June. I see like where those come out, command. and then figure out where's the best place for them there. You know, if we can't be the aggregation, they sit at the aggregation.
4: Uh, I know Duke just came out with an explanation of why everybody's electric rates are so high and that is that one of one of the plants went offline and they had to buy it on the open market was one of their excuses and i didn't understand that i thought we all bought it at auction so
1: it
3: it all is auction okay right? so it's it's this this constant game on what's available and, and what's not thank you rich i appreciate it thank you thank you, thank
0: you. Okay, our next presentation is Otarma of uh, Risk Insurance. Rick, are you?
6: Rick Theaters with resource Clark Theaters Insurance. And uh, we missed you. We had the opportunity to represent Sims Township's insurance needs since 80s, early 80s, and then uh, introduced you to Otarma in 2003. Um, we lost that opportunity two years ago in 20, and have been working to... See if we can get your insurance coverage back through Tarma. Thomas Welsh represents O'Tarma. Would like to take a few minutes to share some of the highlights with you.
1: Touch
7: on highlights. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
7: Thanks for the opportunity to speak with you today. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you for uh, the opportunity to address the board today. Um, as Rick said, it, you were members of Otarma from two thousand and three through two thousand and twenty, um, and I think if you look back at that experience, I think it was it was good. Rates were stable. Um, Claims were taken care of quickly and efficiently, and you had, you know, you had some, some good risk management services. Um, you know, there, a couple years ago, there was there was pricing that was out there that uh, you you were able to, to find some cost savings, um, and and you, you decided to go elsewhere. And, and we're hoping that uh, we can we can share with you some highlights here that that encourage you to to rejoin the program. Um, it is your associations program, the the OTAs program, and it's you know it's made up of only townships. Um, the program's continuing to grow and and flourish, and, and has reached uh, 1,061 members now of the of the 1,308 townships, and and that includes a, a few others here in Hamilton County as well. Um, I just wanted to address on the left side of your packet there I'll just run through some of the highlights I think you've had an opportunity I th- I, I hope to to review our proposal um, our, our presentation and, and so you'll see uh, I just wanted to touch on you know just some cost highlights you'll see our, our proposed number there um, that's that's an annual contribution there are some mm-hmm. other kind of cost-saving initiatives that, that uh, the, the Board of Directors has approved and is and extended to members. Um, one is the Moore Grant that, that can offer you $500 worth of, of a reimbursement for safety, education, training expenses. Um, police and Fire Grant, you do have police and fire vehicles, so anything associated with safety, um, loss control, risk management associated with those vehicles, um, could be inspections, those types of things. Um, You have $2,000 available to you there. The board has approved a capital distribution again for 2022, um, and that number is $800,000 that the current members are sharing. Uh, That's been going on now for over 10 years and uh, I, I certainly would anticipate it to happen again in 2023 so you would you would become um, you would have access to that distribution in, in 2023 should you join again this year um, and and of course you've you've experienced kind of that vesting structure so you you've you, you join the program Otarma you become a vested member um, if you leave the program, which you did in 2020, there is there was your share of that that vested interest that, that you ended up taking with you. Otarma stops coverage, and because Otarma is not responsible to to take care of your liability anymore, um, the some of the vested interest in the reserve that you've helped build comes back to you. So you actually took eighteen thousand dollars with you in 2020 um, when you when you went elsewhere. So. Um, you could start building that back up again. Any questions on any of those kind of cost-saving initiatives?
1: Okay,
4: I have several questions. <laughs> okay. um, reading other materials in the package that I received today said that uh, we did not take advantage of the term of six million dollar police liability. It would have cost us to do that. It would have cost us another twenty-four hundred dollars, add. So, to, you would someone want to explain to me
7: yeah, what so that, that is was, and why, why you feel we need it? Yeah. So, um, that was actually one of the points under coverage on the next on the next page there. But so back when you were a member, mm-hmm. we extended law enforcement liability coverage for the. Event that you could be brought into a lawsuit because of your association, because of your contract with the county. Um, there's no hold harmless language in that contract that that really holds you um, holds you harmless for anything that you could be brought into. Um, and and you know you're making you're 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 associated by contract. So something terrible happens. Potentially, you could be brought into that lawsuit. Um, likely. Um, you wouldn't be held responsible, you wouldn't have liability, but you would need defense costs to help you get out of the the situation. So that's, we've encouraged members to have it if the contract doesn't hold you harmless. So one recommendation would be to look a little closer at that contract and potentially add some hold harmless language um, to the contract.
8: You getting this, Jeff? Well, yeah, but I can tell you right now, you can't have hold harmless language in the contract like that because government agencies aren't permitted to have blanket indemnification or hold harmless that's that's likely why it's not in there in the first uh, place because
4: right. we contract with the sheriff's department why why would we have liability at all
8: oh i, I, I don't even want to try to guess why there would be liability i'm trying I,
4: to understand whether we need this or not because evidently in the last 2 years with the ohio plan we don't buy it. I want to know why we're not buying it if we need it or why we need it and not buying it.
6: If I might get to that, and we negotiated that years ago on behalf of the townships we insured that were covered with um, Hamilton County and Butler County sheriff. And again, that same provision, no whole harmless was to you. My concern always was, if there was an incident involved with the sheriff's car and it's a Sims Township on it, and an individual is injured, that suit will be Hamilton County Sheriff Department, comma, Sims Township. You will require defense, and the contract with the sheriff would defend Sims Township, but if something fell outside of that defense is when you would be named, then it would be up without the coverage up to, you paid for legal representation.
1: So, do we, do so we, we look at it a defense for coverage
4: for,
7: for uh, legislature or legal fees? So the limit itself follows the general liability limit. So we wouldn't we wouldn't place a sub-limit on it. It's just part of the, the liability package. And that's what your current general liability limit is and your public officials is the $6 million. Um So we, we include it as an option. For the case that you could potentially be brought into a suit because of your contract.
4: Okay. Um, When, after 2019, being with Otarma, we switched to the Ohio plan because we could save at that point in time roughly $16,000, which is
6: i think it was it. how much yeah 69 well, I'm,
4: I'm looking here at the numbers of what we paid or what we, we paid in 20, 2019 versus what we paid in 2020 and there's $17,000 difference mm-hmm. lower so you can see why we switched and now you're saying you're coming back after a couple years and you're saying now you're down at what the cost is
7: for the Ohio plan? I want to know what's different. Well, for one, the, the program's done well over the last few years. We certainly watch your business back. When you have a when you have a situation where you're you're a long-term member, um, rates rates have been stable. Rates if you look back when you joined in 2003, rates were very very stable back then. Uh, bumped up a little bit as you went along and now Tarma's able to offer a more aggressive pricing. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's really the, that's, that's the honest truth is. is okay. But now in 2020 we got
4: $18,000 back. So it's like a mutual to me that we're paying
7: $17,000 more and we get 18000 back the next year. So the, the mechanism is that it, it you become a vested member for the first six years you 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 help build up the fund which allows Otarma to, to be a pool and and stay independent from kind of the fluctuations in the market um, when you leave yes you take your share of that with you so that's what it was is your 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 share of your vested interest for the that you built in for the first six years of, of membership
4: so it would take us six years of vesting. To get back to that level, essentially, yes. So so I
7: have a, I have an illustration that I could share with you, but it looks like, essentially, that a similar scenario would happen had that once you become fully vested after six years, um, if you were to leave at that time, um, certainly we don't promote that by, by any means, but that's, I mean, that's that is the if you leave the program, you take your share of your of your what you've helped build. Um, wanted to touch on a few what we feel are some coverage advantages just to you know tarma in general Um, so you have that blanket uh, blanket property um, property coverage we're at about 17.8 million dollars there so we did bump up the values by four percent that were that uh, just for inflationary costs Um, the additional special property we've we've increased those values as well Uh, One key differentiating coverage is there is no aggregate limit with OTARMA, right? So you have a $6 million per occurrence limit. Uh, Right now you have uh, an $8 million aggregate with with the Ohio plan. With OTARMA there is no aggregate limit. So you can have a number of $6 million claims um, throughout one one term for a particular line of coverage. Uh, We include the cyber coverage. And, and that's at that $6 million as well because the limit follows the, the general liability limit. Um, and then we have the cyber breach first party coverage that covers your, your expenses that could incur for a type of breach. Maybe it's credit monitoring that you have to set up. Um, things like that to, to help repair your systems and things like that. Uh, it includes cyber crime as well. Um, so we discussed the law enforcement already. that's, that's certainly an option. Um, we include back wages and employment expense up to six million dollars as well uh, for any any kind of wrongful termination cases. Uh, that's, that's certainly exceeds your limit that you have now. Uh, one big one is your guaranteed replacement cost on your on your emergency vehicles. So you have, you have up to really whatever that vehicle costs to replace new as opposed to being limited by the max, which you have listed on your schedule. So uh, that's what that guaranteed replacement cost is. So if your aerial truck perhaps is in a total loss, you have 1.1 million roughly on it. Um, It could cost 1.3 million. It could cost 1.4 million to replace it. Um, Otarma would be obligated to pay the full amount as opposed to being limited to that, whatever's listed. Um, the crime coverage includes the faithful performance of duty in lieu of bonds as well, and is, is across the board at that two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, and then the retroactive coverage is included for the time that you were with Otarma. So we're covering any any unknown, unreported losses that could arise when you were with Otarma for the years of two thousand three through two thousand twenty. Um, just some kind of some value-added services. So obviously you'd be working very locally with, with Clark's, with Risk Source Clark Theaters. Um, we handle o- over, over 1,500 Ohio public entities now. Um, you'd have that loss control risk management through KLA, uh, risk consulting who would be available to you anytime and, and routinely throughout, uh, throughout your time with Otarma. Um, we have a dedicated cyber specialist as well uh, you have access to your resource library, and and um, and which is, has a lot of great information in it. And property valuations, you did uh, you did receive a property valuation in 2018, which was a pretty extensive process, uh, and and really was was a, a huge benefit to Otarma members, and and so that's that's something that uh, that is part of the program as well.
4: You you talked about. Uh Property going up roughly four percent and so on, based on what was that the two thousand and eighteen evaluation or was that the no 20, based on 20, inflation
7: 2021? since then okay. so we're we're using four percent as a as a inflationary guard for all from
4: um, two thousand and twenty one to 2022? yes okay
7: yeah
1: all
7: right. yeah so um, any questions at all any other questions on. Anything we discussed? I did include just a, a, a summary again of the, of the coverage and a TARMA overview, um, and a list of members that have joined over the last few years um, and, and who they have moved over from. And so um, with that, that's all I have prepared. If There are no other questions. The other thing
6: that I'd like to just share with you is we'd like to have you back as a local representative for that. We continue to represent through our town, Westchester, Fairfield, Liberty Townships in this area. You will be part of that also.
0: Thank you for your time.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, it's also my understanding we have Carrie from Ohio Plan that'd like to speak.
4: Carrie, well, you sat there and listened to some of this stuff. Is it possible you can give us a counterpoint to
9: it? I think Thank we can. You. Okay. <laughs> I will certainly do my best. <sighs> it's nice to actually see people for a change. Last year we uh, yeah. we didn't get to do this in person, so um, mass, it's yeah. nice to see you all. Um, I am Carrie Novusel, I'm your current representative for the Ohio plant. Excuse me. I have my own personal summers these days. and. I get thirsty <laughs> um, so typically like when I come up and I stand in front of everybody I'll tell you oh there's no, been no changes in the plan and uh, everything's going great everything is going great with the plan we're growing um, and I am part of a committee of agents that represent the Ohio plan um, and throughout the years we've we've discussed some changes that we'd like to make and some enhancements to the program Um, Well, we've actually started doing that. Uh, The first page that I gave you is the start of these enhancements. Uh, These are some of the um, property extensions that we uh, include at no charge. Uh, Some of them may apply to you, some of them may not, uh, but they are nice enhancements. Um, the, The most significant, in my opinion, are crime enhancements. Uh, typically, we'll provide at no charge a $5,000 limit across the board for all of your crime coverages. Um, this year, we've increased those uh, pretty significantly to, to, to $50,000. Uh, you, of course, have the $250,000 employee theft, and we also provide you with the faithful performance and schedule, all of you, in lieu of bonds. So, um, so those limits have increased significantly for you, other than the employee <laughs> theft, from $10,000. Uh, up to 50,000. One of the biggest enhancements that I'm really excited about, I think um, you will be excited as well, sir. Uh, We're providing uh, replacement cost coverage on police vehicles. They're five years or newer. To my knowledge and all of my 35 year career in insurance, nobody has ever offered replacement cost on police vehicles. Mm -hmm. So that's effective March 1st. You know what a deer strike can do. (laughs) and you know what uh you know we've had uh have some some many situations with deer alone let not not talking about you know the the chases and and all of the pursuits and things like that that can can wreak havoc on police vehicles so we're really excited about that um it's an optional coverage it is an additional charge so if it's something that you're interested in i had no idea how many police vehicles stems township had until i pulled up today so, if it's an option that you want to take, you can add them gradually. You can, you know, if you want to do a few a year, we can do that for you. But I think it's a great option to take advantage of.
4: Those aren't all Sims.
9: Yeah, they're for Sycamore, too.
4: Sycamore and Sims. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. I think we have eight, right? We have nine. Yeah.
9: Nine. Eight or nine. It's still a great option, for sure. Um, I get the, You said I get
4: additional cost.
9: It is. It's minimal. Um, and we can quote those for you. Uh, it. Takes no time to get a quote back, so we can do that. Um, the second page is just a couple side by sides or a couple of noteworthy um, differences between the plan. The biggest one is the claims paid versus occurrence form. Um, as you know, when you leave Otarma, if you have any unreported claims, you take those with you. So if something were to come up when you were from the time that you were with Otarma, you have no coverage through them. Ohio plan has provided you prior acts coverage from 2003 through 2000 well until you join me until you join the plan so um, if you were to leave today um, and something were to come up from a year ago the Ohio plan would still have your back even if you still weren't a member um, what else um, mr. Welsh mentioned the no aggregate Um, That's never been an issue for the Ohio plan. We've never had a shortage of coverage. In fact, the highest claim that we've ever paid out is $1.9 million. Um, So you have a uh, $6 million occurrence limit and an $8 million aggregate. So that no aggregate situation has never been a problem for us. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, I'm a little fuzzy too. What's that? I'm a little fuzzy on what you just said.
9: So you have a six million occurrence limit, Mitch, which means the plan is going to pay six million dollars for any one occurrence. Uh, well, for any one occurrence, mm-hmm. eight million is the most they'll pay through the policy term. So you could have, you know, two, three million occurrences, or um, four, two billion occurrences. Anything that adds up to that eight million, eight's the maximum we're going to pay out per line. So each line of liability, your general, your employee benefits, all of that, each one has their own separate $6 million (laughs) occurrence, $8 million aggregate. Does that make more sense? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, The cyber liability. You also have cyber through your Ohio plan policy. Ours is first and third as well. The trigger for our coverage is the breach. Uh, As soon as you recognize that you've been breached in any way, we get going on it we also have um, cyber specialists uh, through our reinsurance carrier who provides the coverage for us Um, if I'm not mistaken the trigger with Otarma is is an actual injury so someone would actually have to prove that they were injured by a breach through the township before their coverage would kick in that's pretty significant uh, the next page, uh, Mr. Walsh kind of covered this on the prior acts. Um, he said, Otarma is agreeing to go back to 2003 to pick up any unreported claims." That's good to hear. Um, I, I've never heard of a carrier going back after you know two years retroactively uh, providing prior acts coverage. So that's a, a great benefit to you. Um, I was I had a a. Uh <laughs> um, A different thought on that so um, I'm glad that they are picking that up for you so that's why that page is included Uh, the next page is actually a revised premium summary the Ohio plan is honestly taking a rate increase every member is receiving an increase this year Um, it's just the way that the market is going Um, I was actually able to talk to underwriting and because of your risk management practices and your loss ratio was able to talk them out of the rate increase this year and in doing so and I'm sorry to say this actually they actually encountered a rating error as well which worked out in your benefit so um, this is the adjusted premium from the original premium that you received
4: 61.789 yes sir as opposed to the 64.221 correct
9: and then the last few pages there's just a a copy of your loss history I wanted to see how well you were doing a township this size typically has some pretty significant losses and you guys are doing a great job Um, I've worked with um, um, oh your chief Huber (laughs) I I, I looked over and I thought it was Bill Pittman for a second Um, so I actually just talked to Bill not too long ago we worked on a claim and um, Sorry again. I'm I'm getting old, and I don't have my glasses. Forgive me. <laughs> my glasses today, but um, I, I think recently we had a a little gator incident with the snow. I I think we're working on that. So um, I also believe we've had a good relationship from a risk management standpoint, um, and our claims. Uh, Our claims people are really second to none in my personal opinion but um, that's up for you guys (laughs) to decide. Um, I would like to address a couple things with the law enforcement liability. It's of the opinion of the Ohio plan that when you contract with the sheriff's department the law enforcement liability is included in the contract. They provide the coverage. The deputies are not your employees. You are not responsible for their actions now we do cover the vehicles any liability with the vehicles so um, mr theater's example of an auto accident where the police officer could be at fault would still be covered by the ohio plan because we pick up the liability for your vehicles but in terms of the actions of any police officer that's picked up under the county's the county's insurance that's always been we and we work with a lot of a lot of entities that, that are under contract with sheriff, depart, sheriff's departments. Whether it's Warren County, Hamilton County, Butler, we work with a lot of them. And there's never been an instance where one of our entities has been brought into a suit for law enforcement with a contract with the sheriff's department. Uh, one thing also that we do provide, or that we partner with Lexapol actually, that helps um, or that provides some risk management services. Uh, for both police and fire Um, we are the only carrier in the state that uh, receives preferred pricing from Lexapol we also subsidize the first three years it's 50 percent the first year 30 percent the second and 20 percent the third it's a great resource we've had a lot of members join and they've been very happy with the service
10: Carrie can I ask you though are we eligible because we don't have our own police and fire we contract both those services out because I didn't think we were eligible
9: I think you could probably take advantage of it (laughs) at least with fire Um, I will check on it but I think you could because it's it's the Loveland Sims correct so I think you could take advantage I'll check for sure
1: yeah just fire I, I, that's what I mean. Yeah,
9: I, I misspoke on the on the on the police. Yep, okay. you're correct. The the sheriff's department would not be, or they would they would be responsible for picking up the Lexpol. But I'll I'll check on the fire.
10: Okay, because I thought I had asked before about a grant and we weren't eligible because it wasn't our fire department. Interesting. I mean, it is, but it isn't.
9: <laughs> it's a private company.
10: Yeah, because it's a private company.
9: Okay.
1: Contact with.
10: Oh,
9: uh, that's why, yeah, yeah, it's not eligible because they don't okay. operate under that's what I thought under the ORC. <laughs> yep, I didn't realize it was private. that's interesting um, any any questions? I feel like I stuttered through everything.
4: okay, there's no uh, what's the term
1: <laughs> Page here.
9: Oh, one thing I did forget is at the end of this term. You'll be fully vested in the plan and eligible for the Advantage credit. Um, the Advantage credit is based on your risk management practices and your loss ratio. Uh, it's a percentage of your premium from three years ago. So so it's kind of convoluted, so forgive me. So when you first joined the plan, you had a premium. When you enter into your fourth year, we're going to take the eligible percentage of that premium and discount it from your premium in order to to get you a total premium discounted if that makes sense okay. and each year the longer you're a member the higher your
4: percentage is okay. and then when we, if and when we leave after being vested would it be like a where you still get to pay out
9: no we don't do a payout ours is actually immediate you see it you see it reflected immediately in your pricing it's
4: a discount indeed.
9: yep it's basically a, an instant rebate So you so you stand to to reduce your premium uh, at the beginning of your 2023 term several thousand dollars, assuming your losses remain good and your risk management still is is okay. Uh. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any questions? Any
0: more? Nope.
9: One benefit as well is you don't have to sign a contract with the Ohio plan. The only thing you've ever signed is an application and acknowledgement of membership. Um, With Otarma you actually have to sign a pretty lengthy contract that supersedes everything, including your insuring agreement or your insurance policy. So if the insurance policy reads one way and your intergovernmental agreement reads another, the intergovernmental agreement will win. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
0: Okay, moving on, public hearing. We have none. I move approval of disbursements warrant number 80719 to 80834 and voucher 20 to 45 in the amount of $651,880.17. Second. Discussion? Roll call?
2: Mr. Bryan? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye. Ms. Lee.
0: Aye. Reports, Law Director.
8: Thank you, no report tonight.
11: Please. Uh, I just wanted to briefly discuss, you're gonna be seeing new reports starting uh, for January coming from us. Um, In the past, what you've gotten is strictly, essentially raw data spreadsheets that was compiled by our Bureau of Records. And now that we've moved into and initiated our, our new intelligence unit, Um, you're going to be getting crime analyst intelligence reports and these are basically the public version of what are given to our uh, officers to analyze what is exactly going on in the townships um, and how we can direct our patrols there are a number of crime analysts assigned to the intelligence unit. One is specifically assigned to Sims, our district and uh, Anderson Township. So Jillian Desmond, she has a doctorate uh, from the University of Cincinnati, and she is constantly analyzing your data and, and preparing these reports. So they will look a little different going forward, and I'll, I'm going to hit it quickly tonight because next week or next month they will be here to give kind of a further uh, discussion on what what they're doing but what we're trying to do is instead of that raw data tells us some things but it doesn't tell us everything that's going on Um, they look for trends hot spots problem areas and, and what's going on and we use that to kind of tell the guys this you know where you need to be when you need to be what exactly is going on and kind of an example of this i don't know if you got into the january report um, we had two auto thefts in Sims Township in January, which is a little out of the ordinary for a winter month. Well, when Jillian looked into those, one of them was a re- rental car that wasn't returned, and the other was a trailer that was stolen. So we we didn't really have two auto thefts. Those those are classified as auto thefts, you know, in counts, but it really didn't pose. You know, we didn't have a problem that we needed to send guys out, you know, and and make quick judgments or, or change how we're operating so okay. that'll be how we're gonna move uh, or operate moving forward and like I said they'll I am happy to answer any questions about them your January your February report will start to look a little different because y- there are gonna be some maps that'll be built in that now we're our, our systems now speak this so, chief so um, we'll be able to uh, create crime. It'll be maps of calls for service and crime versus what our guys' self-initiated activity on the officer's part and you know, two separate maps, which really should kind of overlay. And Jillian will speak to that a little bit next month. But um, That's why things are looking a little different. Okay.
5: Look forward to seeing them.
0: Right. Oh.
1: Fire. Uh,
12: thank you. Thank you, board. Uh, I wanted to report on a few items, one being that the uh, safety camp uh, for Sims Township is full um registration's already full so we're opening up a second um for the residents a second session of that so we're able to take another 75 children on the second session so that's up uh, it's been out on the city or i'm sorry the township's website and um, it'll be held at uh, home of the brave park and or um across here at seven gables we're still trying to determine the The logistics of that to make sure that we can safely move the children in both locations so um, right now we're still over here at uh, seven gables Um, i'd also like to provide the trustees with the annual um med account for ems billing Um, we're pleased this year we're pleased this year that uh, revenue is up roughly 25 percent I'm um, including the revenue for I have another one here. Okay, um, sure. including the revenue for here. the um, you can give him I can the attorney back. general's office. <laughs> so up about thirty-two thousand dollars over the previous year, which is good. Um you know during COVID runs were down a little bit and, um, and so um, we look to see this year runs are are spiking uh, dramatically the first two uh, months out of the year. So we, you could probably look to see um, EMS revenue again this year, um, as well as the, uh, the ability to receive a higher rate of return on the billing. Um, that's up about, not much, but it's up about $28, I think, uh, uh, per run, as far as that's concerned, which obviously is something that will help because of your fuel costs are going up exponentially along with that. Um, So um, and and as well as the Attorney General so all of your reports have been turned into the Attorney General for if anybody doesn't remember what that's about the Attorney General collects any back bills that are due to the township for any runs that are not residents of the township. So if you are not a resident of the township and the township bills you then and you don't pay that then that goes to the Attorney General's office for collection and the attorney general's office will hold your tax return from the state of Ohio if you have one until you pay the township. Hmm. And so that's an offer, that's something that the attorney general's offered when uh, Mike DeWine was the attorney general. He started that program and so that's been going very well for us. So they they basically have 24 months to pay and they, um, or they get sent to the attorney general's office for that. So uh, the, the revenue is up for those
4: is the attorney general's fee out of out of the total or on is it a char- on, on top charge
12: the, on top. the patient okay. pays right. the uh, their fee on that. Okay. All right. thank you. Um, also the uh, <coughs> the vehicle um, that we had, the district car, um, we sold that on gov deals and uh, we're pleased to to let you know that it's sold on gov deals for fifteen thousand five hundred and thirty three dollars and seventy five cents. Uh, the trustees, that vehicle for thirty thousand dollars and some change uh, ten years ago so um, uh, with a blown engine and uh, and it was just the chassis we were very pleased that uh, we were able to get that on that vehicle so that's not often that you'll get that on a on a vehicle like that so gov deals turned out really good for that and that che- check has been turned over and the information has been turned over to the administrator um, from gov deals uh, just to remind you that the health seminar the um, Finn firefighter health and safety seminar is again um, March the 7th here at the uh, Marriott um, Any of the trustees that would like to um, stop in that day it's a it's a full day um, please do so you're um, you're welcome to attend we have lunch um as well uh, the the young lady who left I, I'm not familiar with her I'm sure I'm assuming she's the insurance, insurance right. carrier carrier right uh, I just want to let you know she had mentioned Lexapol Um, Sims Township was the first Lexapol customer in the country and um, we do have Lexapol um, for our fire and EMS policies Uh, we went in along with if you remember the northeast fire collaborative that we put together so we went in with um, Sycamore Township uh, City of Sharonville Blue Ash, City of Mason and, uh, and purchased that and also the policies are written by one of the Sims Township uh, Deputy Chiefs, so we're very familiar with Lexapol and so we did get that discount that we were unable to get through the township we got that discount and that group pricing with the rest of the communities with us. The other thing that the trustees um, and the and the um, lieutenant had mentioned it you'd asked us to provide monthly reports um, on the new KF system and so I um, have those for you. So uh, and we can, we can I, I don't want to use the word manipulate, but I will, we can manipulate um, any reporting out of the new CAD that you would want out of that um, from everything from uh, call processing time to any times that you would want and any of that. Uh, most of what you're going to want crime-wise, you're going to get from the Sheriff's Department. This is just CAD uh, data. And now with uh, with our new CAD system, that automatically dumps into the sheriff's records management system, so they talk to each other. Um, so that's that's good on many levels. And uh, other than that, I stand ready to answer any questions you may have. Anyone?
0: Okay, moving on. Uh, Director of Public Works. I don't think Bill's with us tonight. Um, committees the Finance Committee met on February 23rd 2022 do you want to make any comment on that Joe or
2: um, they voted on uh, changes to the bylaws of the Finance and Audit Committee kind of bringing it up to date nothing dramatic <coughs> um, and that has to be approved by the trustees before it goes into effect
0: do we have it on the agenda tonight Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. Anything else? Other?
1: Mm-mm.
0: No? Okay, hearing from residents. If anybody would like to come up and speak, just give your name and your address, and we're happy to hear from you. Hi. Hello.
4: My name is Mark Wiley. This is my counterpart, Fred Russell. We are representing the historic castle, and we're here to make a donation to the fire, Police and to the Story Time Fund.
0: Oh, that's awful nice.
4: So we'd like to give you guys a check.
0: Thank you. That's very nice.
8: So who would I give it to? Kim. Kim. The money man. He's the the money man. (laughs) 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 I'll take it. Thank (laughs) you very much.
2: Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Thank you. We'll buy some stories. Yes. And we'll, we'll put a little blurb that you guys donated it, yeah. And if we'll, do you want to send us something yep. about, about, about the castle, or yep. I'm sure it's on Who's the, the it website, right? we can pull yeah. it off of the sure. can. We,
1: can we can send you. Send you. It. Yeah, we'll send oh. you.
0: Okay, that would be we'll awesome. Send you
1: up a little booklet. <laughs> <at Harry wrote laughs> about right. the
4: castle. Okay. We'll bring you five, and we'll bring you five six. I'm sure. All right. Did Thanks you guys? guys all right. Did
10: you guys tell me the breakdown like I asked you? Yes. It's okay, it's there. all in there. All right, reasons, all right, good. All right, so I got to make sure Thank I put in the right funds. <laughs> That's very nice <laughs> of you. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you, you Thank, very sure very much.
2: Work. Thank you.
0: Anyone else? Come on up.
13: I have
11: sent an email to the trustee and I
4: hope
13: he had time to read it. So. Yes. Thank, I you. Thank you. I only have. I only Thank have you. Kim so share. Sure
1: thank
13: you my name is Kerry Kane I live at 10120 Meadow Knoll a couple of points I wanted to ask about I know that uh, in a special trustee meeting the other last month uh, we were gonna do a short-term rental thing to try to get some control over that and uh, how House Bill 563 is trying to keep you from doing that so uh house bill 563 has been introduced to the house uh it's in it's in committee right now and it's really in my mind supported by the chamber of commerce who's representing business owners who are starting to find out that local municipalities and townships want to cancel control over short-term rentals so they're lobbying to uh and there's been about 28 republican representatives that have signed on as co-sponsors for this bill i sent emails to all 99 in the state but uh i don't know if there's any lobbying entities that you trustees belong to as a trustee organization where you can lobby say you know we want to maintain control of this locally Mm -hmm. and not have the state overriding it with laws that prohibit us from limiting short-term things I don't know if there's any groups there's a, a as a trustee organization. organization you can lobby the legislatures and say here this is a, an issue that we're concerned about and we don't want to be uh, be controlled by a change in law that's going to just have one perspective
1: mm-hmm.
13: yes uh, and, and another question is if House Bill 563 is passed would that negate any existing restrictions on short-term rentals so you got your short-term rental thing you're able to go through the process and get it in place next week you know I'm just just making that up so you could could do that quickly (laughs) in a two-week period and it takes them uh, a month to get this House Bill 563 done would that override your bill or just prevent you from creating new bills?
8: it's hard to answer that exactly because we we don't know what the final language of the state law will be Mm -hmm. we know it's been introduced uh, I mentioned to somebody before the meeting those bills almost always get modified through the course of through committees so Mm -hmm. it will be difficult it's hard to to uh, to answer that although I will say and it probably you well you won't like to hear it uh, but Townships only derive their authority to do things like this by state law if the state law changes and says we no longer have the authority to do it it would probably uh, potentially wipe out anything that we had done okay and and I can tell you we have introduced uh, we've initiated that amendment. um, we have a very specific statutory procedure we have to follow of various meetings and public hearings before it comes back to this board for and and we're going to follow that exactly the way we have to will with without any undue delay (laughs) but we will do it as fast (coughs) as we can but we can only do what the state uh, state law allows us to do and our process I will tell you is even though many will think it's a long process That process is much shorter than what it will likely take for this bill to make it through various committees and then also go to the Senate and go through their committees Mm -hmm. so we'll probably be finished first but then it will just completely depend on what the final language of the state law says if it changes our authority or not
13: okay and as and as a kind of a a thought for maybe a plan B if the short-term rental thing gets shot down in reading through some of the the law, part of the, what they're stating in the 563 thing is they got section 5321.01 as landlord and tenant definitions. And then, and as I highlighted on the copies I gave you, item number C, it defines residential premises as a dwelling unit for residential use and occupancy and a structure of which it is a part, facilities, pert- pertinences to it, blah, blah, blah residential premises includes a dwelling unit that is owned and operated by a college or university residential premises does not include the following things and then there's a list of nine things which it does not include an item number three of that it lists tourist homes, hotels, motels, RV parks, recreation camps etc and in the the change the law they're trying to uh, 563 they're inserting short-term rentals into that item number three. So it would seem like as a township, we just say, okay, if it's not defined by law in S- Section five three two one oh one as a residential premises, then it's not allowed in any area in the township that's zoned as single-family residences. I mean that would seem like a, and then and then that it, that doesn't even address short-term rentals. It just says because it's not deemed a residential premises.
8: Right, I, I hear you. And again, it's going to depend. Right. Our, our ability to do that is going to depend on what this state law, right. if it's even passed, what but what but the, authority the, it grants. But
13: this. But the, I'll, I'll give you this copy. I then. have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have it. And, and what you're but talking but about but is but the, but the current definition the current law defines residential premises excludes tourist homes, hotels, motels, RV parks. Right, Mm -hmm. so if this law 563 never even comes to pass, instead of addressing just a short-term rental situation, maybe in addition to that, we should also address the fact that, gee, if it's not defined as a residential premises by state law, then it's not allowed in a, Single-family residence
8: zoned area. I I understand what you're saying. I think think this board has has said that they're committed to doing everything they can within their authority. And if that works, I can tell you what this statute is about is landlord-tenant law. This is just about what kind of property landlord-tenant law applies to. Uh, But But
13: it's it's defining. I thought you know. I was. Well, it's defining defining residential
8: use in terms of what what's covered by the Ohio Landlord Tenant Act. Okay. Um, But again, we're going to use every tool that we have available to us. Okay. And and if this proposed state law, it it may limit that. We're then we're still going to work within the bounds of what we can do. At least that's the that's the commitment the board has made. Okay. Great. And we're going to keep trying to do that.
13: And I don't know. if This is the right body to to address this item with but in the uh BZA meeting the uh own, landowner in my mind purged herself in, in her description of you know that her house was rented for weeks or months at a time and and her lawyer was going through and i'm sure they were pre-rehearsed questions and answers how many times have you rented your home oh maybe a dozen or so it was actually 50 times because hmm. i've Live next door to it, and I know when people are coming and going. I know when the cleaning car is there cleaning the house up. So this, everyone had to raise their hand in that in the media and say, "We, you know, going to tell the truth." So she she definitely purged herself. So I don't know if there's any consequence to that. Well, this or board,
8: not. this board would have nothing to do. I, with I know, that, but I'm just right. that's why I say I don't know if that's the
13: right board to bring it to. But she definitely lied.
8: Well that I mean, would be up to a, close. that's so up to a reviewing court to to look at the evidence and to weigh which they feel was it the wasn't most wasn't even
13: close it wasn't like well, well yeah you know it was you know 30 or 40 times uh, or something yep. it was like a dozen or so uh, times yeah. I, under, I understand
8: exactly what you're saying that would be up to a reviewing court to d- to make any determination like but that But it has
13: to get before the reviewing
4: court
8: who puts it there you you know, no, I mean, at this has. point we th- at this point, the township doesn't have hasn't yeah. made any intre- expressed any interest in appealing that decision from the board of zoning as, as a
4: bystander. it seems like he said she said unless you can prove it. I
13: have a spreadsheet of how many times people have been coming and going through, through, through
4: observation could could she be subpoenaed for her rental records? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's all kinds of doors right. that opens up, but you're hmm. the one that that's questioning
13: it, you're the one that's going to have to bring it before a reviewing court. Okay. I was just, that's why I said I know the right body yeah. to bring that to, but it's.
8: Right. If the matter finds itself before some <laughs> reviewing court, that's a question that could come up. Uh, on these types of administrative appeals, one of the things the court reviews is whether the decision was based on substantial and reliable evidence. <coughs> so a court can go back and review the evidence that was presented, but then, uh, as you said, it's up to a reviewing court to say here's this evidence here's this evidence I have to look at which one seems to be most reliable
5: so is that something that would come up should the property owners if they don't like the BZA ruling and they take the township to court is that when something like this would be brought up
8: It, it would all depend on what the basis of their appeal is. Really, the the number of, of how many visits there were there. At, I mean, while that was discussed pretty extensively at the hearing, I'm not sure it really uh, has much to do with the ultimate decision that the BZA made, Cause, because they they chose to go a different direction from what the, the staff uh, report was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to the extent that that's relevant, it could be raised. But again, until we, if it's appealed, that's the first mm-hmm. question. If right. it's appealed, and then we would have to see what the basis of the appeal is to see whether that's relevant to, to raise before the court.
13: Okay. Okay. And I don't know if you'll be involved. If it is appealed, if you'll be involved, I'm, I'll volunteer to, to testify
8: in a trial. Sure. Well, I, I, I could tell you, just, uh, just so everybody understands this, there will be no additional testimony. There, there is no, oh. on an appeal like this, it goes to court and the, all the court does is look at the transcript of what happened back at the BZA. You don't, there, there's no m- new evidence, there's no new testimony. It's all based on the record, on this type of appeal. So is the information I provided as testimony. That was part of the record. Of the it would record? be submitted as part of the record, and that's what I'm saying. A court would have to look at all of the evidence, all of the testimony presented, and then it's up to a court to determine how they weigh that. I would hope they'd be sharp enough to notice the difference between a dozen or so
13: or 50 different renters. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
13: All right. That's all I have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Anyone else? okay moving on correspondence attached events and meetings board of zoning appeals meeting march 7 2022 at 7 p.m at the safety center zoning commission meeting wednesday march 16 2022 at 7 p.m at the safety center board of zoning appeal meeting monday april 4 2022 at 7 p.m at the safety center regular trustees meeting would be tuesday april the 5th at 7 p.m at the safety center Thank God this is back. The Great Easter Egg Hunt, (laughs) Sunday, April 9th, 2022 at 1130 at Home of the Brave. Very excited. Old business, we have none. So we're moving the new business. I move to authorize the Township Administrator to enter into a a natural gas aggregation agreement with natural gas supplier recommended by Energy Alliance Incorporated, the Community Energy Aggregation Consultant, do you want me to? I, I guess we have to determine if we're doing 24 months or 12. Do you want me? How do you want me to do that? Yeah, I think Rich is recommending that we do twi- uh, 24. 24. At what rate? 56. 56.
3: Cents. Uh, the 24 is the
0: 62.
1: Not 62. 67.
3: 52. Yes, uh, 12 was the 62
0: cents. The 24 was the 56. Cents. 56. 56. Okay, so we're going to do a price not to exceed 56 per ccf for a term not to exceed 24 months 24 months commencing in june
4: 2022. it's 0.56 isn't it okay do you have a second second, second.
2: So do
0: we have a discussion okay roll call
2: mr beck aye miss lease
0: aye
4: mr bryan aye question rich <coughs> This is buying us time, right? So we're still going to watch the market, and if we can get better rate, you're going to inform us. But right now, we're saying not to exceed.
3: Correct. It's so obviously, if you don't meet again for a month. So this is obviously giving authority to the administrator to get to work at timing for the market, yes. contracts, you know, everything, so that we can take advantage when the time is right, and not to come back to you and, and ask to do a specific price. At least now you know
0: what the ceiling
2: is the okay okay roll call miss Lee. i thought we did a roll call mr bryant oh he,
0: he did he, he there just we had did. a question okay sorry that was my mistake because <laughs> okay. he asked a question i moved to approve a trex transfer of a liquor license from columbus ohio for the first watch restaurant at 11301 montgomery road cincinnati ohio Four five two four nine. Second. Discussion? Roll call?
2: Miss lease Aye. Aye. Mr Bryant. Aye. Mr Beck. Aye.
0: I move to set a public hearing date for the board to review a zone chain application received to change the zoning from A residential to double O planned residential. Um, the applicant plans to construct an eighty unit apartment complex and three story building. At a 2,000 square foot storage building on the property with associate associated surface parking and one new access point from Schneider Road. The subject of the property is located at 11720 Schneider Road on the east side of Schneider, north of 71 and south of Five Season Country Club, parcel number 620 0203 0045. Second discussion
4: uh, when, are, when are we setting oh, the public hearing date it'll day, be day.
0: april 5th at our next trustees meeting okay okay it's our april trustee 5th. at seven o'clock we're not doing or like at six o'clock it's we'll yeah it
10: would be like 705 okay yeah
0: all right
1: april
2: 5th roll call uh mr bryant aye mr beck aye miss lease
8: aye
0: I move to accept three thousand dollar donation for Energy Alliance for twenty twenty two yoga program.
5: Second. Second. Oh, Ken's got it.
0: Discussion? Just wanna say thank you and all the residents, they love the yoga, so it's exciting to continue. Mm-hmm. Roll call.
2: Thank you. Mr. Beck. Aye. Miss Lees. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye.
0: I move approval of resolution 2022 26, resolution certifying township highway mileage for 2021. Second. Discussion? Roll call?
2: miss lease Aye. Mr. Bryan? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye.
0: I move approval of resolution 2022 2027. Uh, resolution authorizing the township administrator to purchase a dump truck for the road department from Rush Truck Center in the amount not to exceed $84,512.56. Second. Discussion? Roll call?
2: Mr. Bryant. Aye. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lee.
0: Aye. I move for approval of resolution G 2022-28, resolution authorizing the township administrator to sign a community event license agreement with the Amazing Race Charity Board, the Amazing Race on June 18, 2022. Cool. Second. A, Sorry. Um, discussion. Amazing Race is that's what goes through Loveland, right? And they're coming through us this year. Is yeah, that-
10: they'll be going through Loveland and through Sims Township. Okay. So they believe that this is probably going to be their final race.
0: Oh man,
10: that was always fun. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they're they, they're proposing to use all three of our parks in different shapes and forms. In Sims Park, they want to use our sled hill for an event. I guess for Donkey Kong or something, some kind of game where they bat a. Things get thrown at them as they're trying to come up the hill. Um, They want to use the path, so the path going to the sledding hill and then going down to the bottom or coming up to the top and coming around whichever shelter they decide to come through and then running across the street to and the home of the brave and then possibly running all the way to the back to the pond and um, using some kind of boat to go across the pond, hit the other side, And then run all the way over to mead park and possibly do some kind of activity in the near the sunflower field and then run back to sims and grab their bikes and then off they go
4: are are they going to provide manpower at all these crossings from sims to home of the brave home of the brave to mead property
10: yes they would have to talk to the sheriff's office about that and they would have to provide volunteers and and all that kind of stuff
4: it's just a I would guess that they'd be spread out so it wouldn't be one slew of people at a time. Right? right.
10: Right. It starts at 8 o'clock, and he said that people wouldn't start coming to our part until about 9, and it would trickle kind of through until about noon, and then it would probably be over.
4: Alright, As long as that's in the license agreement. It's fine.
10: Right. And then one thing they are asking for, I told them that we have a new fee. Um, they're asking that it be waived. Um... I don't know how you guys feel about that they're really not taking up any of our parking it's basically they're just going to come in dump their bikes run through the park they're not going to really use they're not going to be really near any of the shelters to affect that um, so I would just I just told them that I would ask you to see what you would say so what are we waiving? the um, $450 use fee
4: is um, that for the park usage fee mm-hmm. Not, not a shelter right okay
0: this amazing race for charity or is it a profit
10: it's for charity so they they collect all the money and then they give it away to charity okay well I, after they pay all their expenses but
4: are, are they uh, some llc what it not llc but uh 401, 401 401 c3 or yeah. something
10: 501 c3 probably
4: yeah,
10: yeah. okay roll call
4: Mr. Beck, the question on the floor was waiver of
10: the or not. Right. I just need you guys to, if you're going to incorporate that, I need you to uh, probably incorporate that into the motion or well. Uh,
1: actually, you that.
8: know, actually, what what you could do is you could just consider the resolution that's before you to authorize the the um, event license. Uh, in the event that that passes, then if somebody wanted to make a second motion to waive the, um, what do you call it, the, the usage yeah, fee or usage the that yeah. you could you could address that separately.
1: Okay.
8: Okay. And right now, I think you have a motion and a second right. on the resolution. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Roll call.
8: Mr.
2: Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Does
0: someone want to make the motion?
4: I move to waive the usage fee for the charitable event, with the Amazing Race. Second.
5: Discussion. Roll. If we could just get a something from them um, for the that addresses the 501c3. Okay. Okay. Roll call.
0: Ms. Lease.
5: Aye.
2: Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck, aye.
0: I move approval of resolution 2022 29, resolution authorizing the township administrator to enter into agreement with Irving Wood Recovery to receive yard waste from for the residents of Sims Township in the amount of $8,700.
4: Second. Discussion? Yeah, I have a couple questions. Uh, is this the same amount as last year? Yes. Okay and are they going to keep somewhat accurate records this year
0: well we can only hope
10: I mean I can hope and ask (laughs) I I mean what they do is they have a log that people sign I mean when they give us the log with the bill I mean it's obviously people coming in and signing their name and their address and they have to be honest about where they live
4: yeah but a lot of them are just signed landscapers and they end up on our ticket
0: I don't know
2: what you can
4: do about that.
0: That's you what I was going to say. How are you going to get around that? <laughs> you can't do anything
4: about that. Is it, is it not monitored at all? It's just an honor system that somebody comes in and signs and dumps? Pretty much. So you could go in there without signing and dump?
10: If there's not anybody at the office, probably.
4: Okay. All right. Well, it is what it is. I'd like to see it better. I don't know how to do it
0: okay roll call
2: mr. Bryant aye.
4: mr. Beck aye. miss lease
10: hi by
0: okay.
4: the way that's not like partial year right it's only certain months that they're gonna do that
10: yeah it's six months
0: so it's May through October all right okay is, is so- that
4: in is that in the resolution yes okay
0: So do you want me to read both of these, or do you just want me, I approve approval of Resolution 2022-30, and then we can discuss it?
10: Well, the one thing on the Ohio plan, the amount will change now since they had a rate reduction. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you want to give me a second so we can talk about it? Second. Okay. Open it up for discussion. So what was the rate for... So the new rate for the Ohio plan would be
10: $61,789. Mm-hmm. Can you write that number
0: down? Do yeah, it. It. i, mean, I borrow your pen. Mm-hmm. 61789 $789. Thank
5: you. Mm-hmm. All
10: right. So then we're looking at a difference of roughly Five 500 nine. bucks.
4: Yeah. $500.
10: Okay the difference you know plus all the differences between their plan and their plan from Ohio to Otarma mm-hmm. and we're familiar with both plans because we were with customers of theirs for a long time and now we're customers of the Ohio plan
0: Kim do you have a recommendation
10: or no I don't have issues with either plan so I mean they're both great people to work for I, we've never had any filing issues um there's not a whole i mean i don't think it would make a whole or we wouldn't have to do a whole lot of paperwork to change it over they're both great great insurance plans Phil can do
1: anything.
4: We're, we're two years into a vesting with ohio plan after this year then we'd be eligible for I don't know, mutual rebate or something, or reduction in in uh, costs going forward. Whereas if we sign up with the uh, TARMA, how many years does it take for us to be vested?
7: So it's six, but you, you get some of those distributions right away. Like immediately in 2023, you'd be eligible for about 5%, with, uh, 5% and then the grants as well. $3,000 $3, reduction.
6: And part of that, sharing, if I can offer this, is part of the, well, I call it the dividend as the O'Tarma plan produced that $800,000 was distributed to the townships on the percentage that they participated to the total plan. Okay. So in the past, that had been a check. So in
7: 2020, it was going to be I think 5,700. Mm-hmm. Okay. Had you retained your membership, and that would be based on 22
1: received 23.
6: So there is no wait for that. Right.
1: Well,
4: I guess I'm going to go back and make a statement that we switched from the Karma to the Ohio plan because of a. Do you have gross amount of savings some $17,000 okay and those those levels were consistent from year on year for the last at least three years that we w- were with Otarma. and we saw a big savings by going the other way I, I don't know why we wouldn't expect those fees to go back up to where they were so my feeling is I want to stick with the Ohio plan for another year, anyway. I'll let you guys rebid it next year.
6: Certainly would, in I mean, <coughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm only mind. voicing my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay.
6: Okay. At that time, I don't remember that $17,000 difference. but
1: they paid.
10: Yeah, I just have down that in 2019 we paid $78,653. Mm-hmm. And so that was a difference of 15744 dollars Now that doesn't take into account our capital distribution. Right. So that's just strictly premium. And although
7: the contribution for 2021 20. was 72,974. The other part is over the years, we're like giving back I mean, 120000
4: in those. I know, but it's like we're paying it to get it back. It's like, it smacks of a mutual to me. Mm-hmm.
7: It's it's a conservative investing approach to make sure that they have enough funding. I understand. To support the program, and if there's excess, there, it's a non-profit but program, so they, they do their best to give it back in forms of distribution but
4: we pay $78,653 in 2019 and according to this 74 to 77 to call it 79 over a three-year time frame I would expect 2022 your bid to be let's say 79,000 plus and we paid 62 that's $17,000 difference They've been pretty consistent at 62, 63, and now they're down a little to 61.7, 61.8. If the f- programs are the same for $500, I don't want to switch.
0: Okay. Yeah, I no, was. I'm,
4: I'm trying to make the decision. I'm
5: just pointing I know. out my. I'm,
0: I'm turning it over to Philip. Okay.
5: And I was just curious what drove the the rate from 2019 to the proposed rate for 2022? What drove that
1: massive drop? It's obviously a
7: competitive marketplace. (coughs) When you're a long-term member, you come in at a rate, right? So it's, well, Tarma's not gonna get on a roller coaster. They're doing their best not to get on a roller coaster. So your rate was relatively the same all the way up, even from day one. Now, three years later, two years later, Otarma is in a better position to be able to offer just with the growth of the program, new rate, and and aggressive pricing to continue to grow the membership. And you're a great risk. You're a great risk for Otarma in your in your risk management and your loss your loss experience. Mm-hmm. And so, the program is willing to offer that at more aggressive pricing because of those things. Mm-hmm.
6: It is looked to be a long-term relationship, which naturally we had before, mm-hmm. which was interrupted in, in 20. So the commitment of both Carmen, and the commitment of, of us as the agent representing them is to your interest, and we've seen that, so.
5: Well, and I, I recognize that long-term relationship, <coughs> um, but it was, uh, it was modified, you know, due to competition, um, and it seems like the competition is still there. So, I'm I'm not sure we would want to change what we're doing right now for $500. Yes, I would have
7: you consider too. I mean, that cost would modify within the last couple days, right? So it's a competitive situation. Underwriting error, maybe, or competition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would consider that. Mm-hmm. We came in with our, our best price this year. I can't go back and have it modified. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not something that will I'm
4: not, not going to play you that game. I'm yeah. not going to play that game. So I,
7: this I is agree. modified by a few thousand dollars based on a conversation with an underwriter and a potential. Error in underwriting, which I would, I'm not sure what error that would be.
5: So, what would the plan be in a year from now? I mean, you said we might be. I don't don't know why we we don't visit
4: every year. Really?
10: I think last I can't remember why we didn't last year we we tried and then I couldn't get the loss run report or something in time and then I ran out of time Um, and then this year they hit me early enough so that I could get on it
4: (laughs) I think it's good business sense to look at it yeah okay and if there's a step change like there was a couple years ago we went with the step change I'm looking for a step change to change again Mm -hmm.
7: Well, consider the, that distribution and the, So there's $2,500 in distribution coming back this year in those grants. So that would take it down. Not
4: everybody gets the grant.
7: You do, you, everybody can get the grant. It's a, distri- it's a reimbursement for expenses that you incur. You're talking the about year. more,
4: plus the police thing.
7: Yeah, so it'd be 2500 and then the, in 2023, you get that, whatever you, the board-approved distribution is. So at your first renewal.
0: I'm
1: good either way. I'm kind
4: of flexible on this. Well, I'm pretty much good either way too, but I don't want to just change the change. it has got to be some real incentive there. If I don't see $500 being the incentive.
0: Okay, so you made your decision, Bill? Well,
4: go ahead, no. I'm open. But you
10: could play that, you could be devil's advocate. It's going to be like this every year. I mean, every year, he's going to bring his best foot forward and she's going to bring her best foot forward. So we're going to do this dance every year. So which which way do you want it?
4: I'd like some consistency for a while to build up.
10: Okay, but I'm just saying you can't have it both ways. You can't have consistency, but yet you constantly want to seek a better price.
4: Well, I want to know what the price is every year, but I also want to play, play the uh, vesting card.
6: I think that's the purpose of a bid, is to say, give us your price. Right. And, and you go through that all the time on dump trucks and yeah. and other services that are provided. Yeah. Um, you can tell, again, that was an open remark, we were missed, so we wanted to come back with Rotorna's best shot for that, so. Yeah. Um, as far as the future activity, I mean, there again, Thomas can speak to that better than I, but there would be that consistency. The sharing in that $800,000, whatever it might be, for 22, again comes back to the townships. And as you all know, a is run by township administrators. That's the board that determines the, the dividend
7: amount and the, the price of the final pricing. One thing I did mention, too, is, is in the industry in general, rates are really skyrocketing, especially on property and, and some of the other, cyber, some of the other cabinet lines, rates are skyrocketing. So uh, the Ohio plan representative made a, made a point that they were taking rate this year and they were able to basically have a conversation with the underwriter and say, well, let's, let's not pass that rate on this year, right? tarma is not taking rate this year some of the other pools are uh, because of that pooling mechanism that allows it to, to absorb because it's not relying on the market the reinsurance market and things like that so we are otarma you know, is it has the funding to establish the rate it doesn't have to kind of fall victim to the fluctuations in the market is that was I clear on that Kind of,
4: sort of. I I understand the philosophy.
7: There's no rate increase this year for the program. There's really not been a program-wide rate increase.
4: Are you saying that the cost that you're quoting for 2022 would have been very similar to the quote you would have given us for 2021?
7: Yes. Why not? Yes. So if you remember in 2021, there was no... Property rate increase. Now there's price increase because of increased values, but no rate increase. Does that okay. make sense? So you're, you're, let's say you look at property, you have 4% inflation in the in the value of the buildings. That's a rate. Whereas she was saying there's a rate increase for
6: you know, the Ohio. Your exposure yeah. increase with
7: increased values, but the rate for that.
1: So
7: ours were not. Yes. So O'Tar was not taking the
2: land. Who governs the Ohio plan?
10: It's the same. It's it's other township administrators and people from. But it's a mixed pool. It's not. Where Otarma is only townships, Townships. the Ohio plan is a mixture. So you've got cities in there, township, villages,
7: (coughs) um,
1: park districts,
7: yeah, Yeah, library So it's a very yeah, it's a dip, it's
10: a mixed bag.
2: Which one you want? Does that affect? there are rates,
10: so um yeah, yeah i mean it I depends on know. what I'm each entity brings to the table I'm whereas okay, townships so are very similar in nature they provide the same exact service well with a degree so then, yeah. similar similar services but you're you're all it's the same kind of entity same kind of risk right whereas with a city you might have a city pool mm. in there you might the have other city town. events yeah. city yeah. functions yeah. that totally different than a township.
2: So their decisions are made based not only on townships, but many other Yes,
6: things. yes. Information from
4: the retirement of the know what since 2015. I see what
6: you're saying. And that's a list of 160 okay. and 100. And it shows where they came from. Yeah,
0: right. mm-hmm. okay, he's got a question, mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Well, going back to the two grants, the 500 and the 2,000, so I I thought, like Ken described, that that was a competitive process, but what you just said was that's actually a given. Right. So, so SIMS could get 2,500 in
7: grants. Right, so the $500 is for any department? And it, it's a reimbursement for expenses you incur throughout the year for safety-related expenses, education, training. Okay. Um, could be the road department, for example.
10: That's usually who we typically use it for. Right. Just well, the road, road
7: department.
4: The plastic helmets.
7: So because you have, so for fire and police, because you have vehicles, and do you provide any equipment or just vehicles? Yes, we, in the fire
10: department, we were we were we only get their people. That's it. So we, we own everything else. Okay,
7: so turnout gear, for example, turnout right. here would be five thousand dollars a piece. You can use one thousand dollars towards turnout gear. The police department, you'll have you mature the vehicles, so you could add some lighting or something to the vehicles, maybe decals, things like that, um, and any equipment that could be deemed safety related. That's another thousand dollars that we can reimburse for any any of that. So it's, incur- okay. it's expenses you incur anything. It's just a matter of sending
4: in a receipt. Okay. Historically, Kim, you've, you've been there four five years now. When we were still with a TARMA were we applying for and getting the Moore grant? And the yeah it's an automatic. I
10: mean we get it every year. We used it for safety for the road department like for their training okay. and right. you know if they're buying safety vests,
4: and the set, and the
10: cones, set that kind of stuff.
7: So I I just have one comment about the police and fire. That has recently been expanded to include the same expenses as grant. Originally, the police and fire was only policies and procedure development. Right, I was going to say,
10: because we've never gotten that grant before.
7: Right, so you wouldn't have been eligible for that because it was only for policies and procedures. Now it's for any safety-related equipment, training, education, any of that. So it's been expanded to include
10: which would be helpful push. to us?
0: I guess I'm not included. <laughs> not included in their discussion. <laughs> like more time.
1: More i
0: Okay, I'm there. Right. I'm backing you.
1: Hi.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: right. Hi. Okay.
0: All right, I'll
5: go with Otarma. I'll go with Otarma. Okay,
0: Okay. there we go.
4: And why don't we read the one and say no and read the other and say yes?
0: Do we need to do that? No. Well, I think
8: the sense I'm getting is uh, Otarma may be the choice what you should probably, they're both numbered uh, as number 30, 30. so you're only gonna read one. Mm -hmm. But go ahead and read the one that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, we'll then vote, vote on, on it, right? Second. I and if
0: approval if of, of Resolution Twenty Twenty Two Thirty, Resolution Authorizing the Township Administrator to sign a contract with the Ohio Township Association Risk Management Authority of Tarma to purchase risk insurance in the amount of sixty-one thousand two hundred twenty-five dollars. Second. Discussion. Roll call.
2: Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye.
0: Okay, I move approval. Thank you for fight. the invite.
1: Thank, Thank you. I mm-hmm. appreciate the comments. We will be
6: here for you. And Mr. Bryant, we will make sure from a marketing standpoint to be
4: that consistency in the future and just know that we're going to be looking at next year's and any changes we'd like to explain to us in advance. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You guys have a good
10: night. If you have questions
7: about the paperwork. Okay. All right. My voice is there. Okay. Let me understand
4: something before you leave. you still recommend the $6 million police Liability issue, another couple have,
7: thousand dollars. I just wanted to read the section that makes us think that potentially you could be on the hook for some of that um, in your contract. Can't and we then, do this? Uh, you're the attorney. So you yeah. you can tell us. What, but we we offer the coverage because we just think there's potential of being. What, we want you to have defense costs mm-hmm. if you if you are brought in. Um, Mm-hmm. Well,
6: Thomas is looking for that. My concern always has been, and again, you're protected by the by the sheriff's contract. But if there is another incident and I was involved in a sheriff activity, it could be unrelated to an automobile exposure. And when I look up, I see Sims Township on the side of that automobile attorneys could be in Oh yeah, yeah. I,
8: let me be clear. I have no doubt that whether you uh, whether the county is supposed to cover it pick you up I, I don't doubt at all that it's you could be named in a lawsuit right, and um and yes the the contract might say that the county is supposed to defend you in that there may be an argument about that there may be you may have some defense costs that you would have to bear all i can really say at this point is <laughs> It's insurance. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about here, right? It's risk management. You have to decide, what's the risk? And is it, I forget what the, $2,400 or whatever it is, you just have to decide, uh, is it worth spending $2,400 now to save the potential risk or not? It's no different than any other, you know, piece of insurance that you always have to think about your home everything right mm-hmm. okay. do I want to do it now or not mm-hmm. I, I think the risk is probably low um, but the, but it's I tell people this all the time when they say can they sue us about this they
1: can sue for
8: anything. I say that yeah doesn't mean they're gonna win but yes they can sue you about anything and oftentimes there are some costs to even extract yourself from that at the earliest time okay. there's still here's, some costs.
4: Here's what I'd like. We've already voted and approved you guys and fixed them out. Mm-hmm. Okay. This other issue is a side issue. I think, yeah. Jeff, we need for you to look at our police contract. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm happy okay. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's at one
7: The, the okay. cost can be altered depending on what the contract says. So if there's more protection for you in the contract, the cost can <coughs> be down. Okay. Based on okay. what right. the underwriter, I, I think it's they something they we need to, need to know. know. Mm-hmm. And what it's going to cost. So this yeah. is the only section that I thought, well, that mm-hmm. might be. My, my question was, right. because okay. Okay. one company's saying yeah.
12: you don't need yeah. it, another company's yeah. saying we need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, our
6: contract
10: remember. is up this year well, right. with the police. So
5: yeah. I didn't make yeah. sure. the determination. And the contract that we
4: before, I think that kind of goes with. Yeah, we'll take a look at it is that something
12: that they can? Is it too late? it now. The end of this year. Year. The end of the
10: year. The end of this year.
12: Okay. okay. It's not March to
4: March,
10: yeah, we do March. Do uh, No, we went January to January, I think. But okay. last year just
0: got negotiated late. All right. I know. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I move approval of night.
0: resolution twenty twenty two thirty one resolution approving amended appropriations for twenty twenty two. Second. Discussion.
4: Uh, that's the uh, $11.6 million thing we send off to the county auditor? Yep.
0: Okay. Okay, roll call. Um,
2: Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease.
0: Aye. I move approval of the resolution 2022-32, resolution amending rules and regulations revising fee schedule for Sims Township cemeteries. Second. Discussion? This is our... Oh, go ahead. This is just our
10: 10% increase that we agreed to at the work session. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. Roll call. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye.
0: I move approval of resolution 2022-33, resolution revising Sims Township personnel policy, Article 3, compensation for employee benefits. Second. Discussion? We talked about this today. yeah we
10: talked about this in the meeting but I just wanted to point out I did send it to wood and lamping to have them review it and Ned sent us back some so anything in the policy that had the underline that was his suggestions that we add okay mm-hmm. all
0: right roll call
2: miss lease aye mr. Brian mr. Beck aye
0: I approve I move approval of resolution G 2022-34 author a resolution authorizing the acceptance of street paved bids and awarding the contract to John R Jergeson in the amount of six hundred and twelve thousand two hundred and seventy dollars and thirty five cents second discussion roll call
2: mr. Beck aye miss lease aye. mr. Bryan aye.
0: I move approval of resolutions G 2022-35 resolution authorizing the township administrator to enter in a contract with prodigy building supplies in the amount of eighty five thousand eight hundred ninety seven dollars to replace the roof on the park shelter and restrooms at Sims Park Second. discussion roll call
2: miss Lee this is, this is uh, Asphalt
10: yes
1: not Steve.
10: Right. We the metal roof was going to cost like two hundred and ten thousand. So we were able to get a price for asphalt shingles, and it was considerably less. Okay, of course, it's less less last time. that long. It, right. It won't last near as long as a metal roof, but it's a lot cheaper. Okay. Roll
0: call.
2: Miss Lease. Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye.
0: I move approval of resolution G2022 36, resolution authorizing the township administrator to enter in a contract with Team All Sport to treat Stonebridge Park and the ball fields at Home of the Brave in the amount of $21,415.37. Second. Discussion?
4: Um, this is fertilizer?
0: Yes. This yearly. Okay.
4: Uh, we fertilize all that stuff every year, Stunbridge included, right? Yep. Is that because we're trying to bring it up
1: to standards?
10: Uh, it gets used a lot. Okay. So you got to put it. I know, I the know
1: we did it years ago, and
4: I'm just wondering if this is required fertilization to get it up to where it should be. Yep.
10: Okay. Plus they aerate it and all that good stuff.
2: Okay. Thank you. Roll call? Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lees.
0: Aye. I move approval resolution G twenty twenty two thirty seven resolution approving a promotion from laborer to service worker one assessment for Jeffrey Wagle for fiscal year twenty twenty two. Second. Roll call. Um, Mr. Do I have any discussion? Congratulations. Roll mm-hmm.
2: call. Mr. Beck. Aye. miss Lees.
0: Aye. Mr. Bryant. Aye. I move approval of Resolution G-2022-38, Resolution amending the bylaws for the Finance Committee. Um, Discussion? Roll
2: call. Ms. Lease? Aye. Mr. Bryant? Aye. Mr. Beck? Aye.
0: I move approval of Resolution 2022-39, Resolution authorizing the acceptance of curb repair slash replacement bids and awarding the contract to... Adleta construction in the amount of five hundred thirty eight thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. Second. Discussion? Roll call?
2: Mr. Bryan. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Leese.
0: Aye. I move approval of resolution G twenty twenty two dash forty resolution approving the expenditure in the amount not to exceed thirteen thousand for his newsletter expenses and dispersing with the second reading.
5: <coughs> second.
0: Uh, discussion? Roll call?
2: Mr. Beck. Aye. Miss Lees? Aye. Mr. Bryan. Aye.
0: I move approval the following expenditures and the authorization for the township administrator to sign any necessary contracts, agreements, or paperwork. Expenditures. A amount not to exceed ten thousand for stills and sun to remove honeysuckle and mead and heartland. Second. Discussion. Did anybody go to mead today? Not today.
10: Okay. Does it look we, different? Oh yeah, way different. Ooh.
1: I'm sure it will.
10: Yeah. Good. Yep.
4: If you clean it, all that stuff. We needed it. to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Are Are we planning on budgeting like that amount every year?
10: I would like to. Okay. Yeah. We Is do need to have a honeysuckle removal,
0: removal program.
4: That's something we can put into your thinking cap going mm-hmm. forward.
0: Okay. Roll, roll call. Miss Lease. Hi.
2: Mr. Bryant. Aye. Mr. Beck. Aye.
0: Um, there is no executive session, so I move to adjourn. Roll call? I'm sorry. Mr. Bryant.
2: Mr. Beck. Aye. Ms. Lee.
0: Aye. Have a good night, Thank everyone. You.